Hey, E, put the beat on. Hey, Taylor, you like this joint? Yeah, this beat hard. Yeah, you, you sure you like this joint? You would tell me if you didn't, right? Oh, yeah, of course. No, this don't go, this don't go hard. All right, all right, cool, cool. This this my man, Scotty Pimpin' drum. Oh, okay, all right, then. Matter of fact, I, I got something for this. Got something like what? <laughs> Welcome to the top shelf. top shelf With a flavor so hot But you will not melt About to take you on a ride Like you never felt Up and down real smooth Like a carousel Moving in our own lane No parallel Everybody needs sleep It's good for your health If you stuck like Chuck I might have a help Cause we talk sports life And everything else What's poppin', ladies and gentlemen? We thank you for taking the time to tune into the Sports Life and Everything Else podcast, aka Sleep, where sports life and entertainment collide. Presented by the Away Team and coming to you from the top shelf, this is episode 105. After a long break and a hiatus and, you know, a little time away from the show, we, we right back at it. My name is Michael Roberts, aka Mike on the Mic, and if it ain't all good, make it that way. We've got my co-host, Taylor Suber, on deck. Yo, 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 yo. Just like the main source, we just hanging out. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up, everybody? We've got producer extraordinaire E-Dub handling the boards. What up? What up? What up? What's up with y'all? How y'all feeling this week? Pretty good. I'm still alive, man. We still I'm, alive. I'm still getting it in. Hey. I'm here, man. You know what? Uh, oh. Nose. I was out there in them streets uh, about a couple weeks ago, and it ain't looking good out there. I'll just say that. Mm. Dang, I'm sorry to hear it. I'm sorry to hear it. It's, it's, it, it depends on where you at. I'm, I'm out in these streets as well, too. Uh, I just started a new gig. So, uh, you know, if you if you need porta potty services, you might mess around and see me around your area. The streets is gonna be the streets. Uh, you know, that's that's how it goes. That's how it be. And uh, the streets don't never stop. You know, they they gonna do. Streets what we don't do, got no so love. We I, gonna we gonna do what we do. I'm, I'm gonna tell you this, man. I I went to my granny's house last week. Uh-huh. I, I you know she needs some help hooking up her little ring, and uh, she lives down there by the uh, with the the eye doctor college down there near Broad and Champ Loss. Yeah, you know okay. what I'm talking about. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. All right, so. Uh, you know, she on Marvine Street, and uh, it's a little tow truck company up at the top of the block. And I'm literally just trying to leave. I just want to go home, mind my business. And he's jumping a vehicle. The vehicle's in the parking spot, but he's in the middle of the street. His and truck. there's a whole place, a whole parking spot right near the corner. So I'll go up there and patiently wait. And you think this guy would say, man, let me move this truck over. He just kept doing his business for as long. He he had no intentions. And this Jeez. is the ignorance. The the, 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 the ignorance. Like, it's, no, it's not necessary. Yeah. Like, why? You don't own the block. When gentrification comes in, you're gone anyway. Mm. Everybody talking about that. Oh, we own this. No, you don't. You don't own nothing. You don't own a darn thing. And when they ready to come in and say we want it, that's it. Woo! Game over. Poof. So get your ignorance in now while you can. 
But, we know. That's all I got to say about that. You can follow us on Twitter and IG or subscribe to the YouTube page at Sleep Is For You. That's S-L-E-E-P-I-S, the number four, Y-O-U. Listen to new or old audio episodes with Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Podbean, TuneIn Radio, Samsung Podcast, or Player FM. Like episodes, show love, show hate. We here for it all. Tell a friend to tell two friends about us. If you haven't already done so, check out sleepersforyou.com, the hub for all things sleep-related. And you can access the YouTube page there as well. We've got two top fives for y'all this week. Have you seen, have you heard, big deal, no big deal. The common sense space and all that good sports talk and coverage that makes this the top shelf and keeps the good people tuning in. Our showtime is 2.43. We're getting to you a little earlier this week, but uh, without any further ado, let's spin. We're going to start off this week's episode with some NFL discussion, being that we are... Uh, in the heart of preseason right now uh, We had uh, training camp start just about a month ago mm-hmm. And uh, we are heading full steam towards uh, another NFL season Starting in just a couple of weeks Yeah But, but you, know, you know what happened before that The cuts, man you hey, remember the, cut. the cuts yeah, are coming, man yeah. the, the, I think right before Labor Day, man, the people's gonna start getting uh getting their stuff packed. They only do one cut now. Yeah, although they they are having uh, extended rosters this year, so they're carrying ninety people on the on the thing. No, they hell no, no. It's all gonna be a fifty three man roster. Oh, I mean, yeah. oh, uh, I mean maybe yeah, they might I, I do the. They had an extension. I think they have an extension of the practice squad, so maybe okay, the, I think okay. the practice squad might have went from ten to twelve or something like that. And I the, and the practice squad they have rules, but you can put anybody on the practice squad. But they're always gonna cut down. And then they put the practice squad in, so they're going gotcha. to cut, cut down to fifty three, yeah. and they can add, you know, um, put as many people as I think up to twelve people on the practice squad. Okay, okay. I mean, but the, the the big cut that 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 that's that's still that's like mandatory in I don't know where I saw that ninety at, but I'm yeah. I, no, ninety's well, probably well, on the I'm, roster I'm, right I'm, now. I'm in the okay. Yeah, ninety's on the roster right now. You know, I mean? you know, you know, uh, all the starters ain't going to play, so you got to have people, you know. That ain't that ain't probably gonna make the team they playing right now. You know? yeah, You're yeah. gonna see Patrick Mahomes for about ten seconds. You're gonna see uh I think Aaron Rodgers is finally gonna play one of these preseason games, but you're not gonna see the starters, so you're gonna see a bunch of, you know, Home Depot workers and um, you know, arena football cats and stuff like that. Exactly. Playing right exactly. Now, you know what I mean? You know, guys have still got still got dreams of being on a team. And then when they cut the roster down, that's when you'll see the real players play after after uh, Labor Day. And you'll see these guys disappear to the XFL yeah. and the CFL and mm-hmm. you know. A corner store near you, you never know. A plumber, you know, you never know. Electrician, you know what I mean? Hey, 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 don't be talking down on plumbers and electricians. They I, get I, bread. I didn't, I didn't talk down. I just said that's what they're going to be doing. Okay. Man. Wasn't okay. Buster Douglas a trash man before he knocked yeah, Tyson out? Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, come on, man. Kurt Warner was working at the grocery store. So, 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 salute to our sanitation workers, bro. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's actually good stories of people out here that actually had a regular job before they became professional athletes. Yeah. Hey, uh, Kurt, I, would, Kurt, I, would, I would never hate. Kurt, Kurt Warner used to bag groceries. That's what I just said. Yeah, he yeah. was he was oh, a grocery I missed store. That, I missed yeah, that. everybody, you know what I mean? Had, you know, not everybody, but most people did. You know right, I mean? right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, every story ain't, you know, five star athlete and then you go to, uh, you know, college and then you go. Then some, you get some people got to get it out five. Yeah, some people got to get it out the mud, man. Yeah, that's, some that's people got to get out the that's mud. Yeah, who's the boy on the Chiefs? He was working at Burger King before he got drafted. On the Chiefs? 
Jeez. Watson. I think it's the cornerback named Jalen Watson. He's a seven round draft pick. He was working at Burger King in between Stop transferring. Playing. Yeah, exactly. You okay. didn't think he was going to be, but you know he got a pick in like pick six in like week two or three. There's always stories like that in NFL hey, and that's NBA beautiful. too. Yeah. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. Well, uh, locally things are buzzing with with you know the Eagles. Uh, and uh, they just came off of a 18-18 tie against the Cleveland Browns this past Thursday in their preseason game. It was their second preseason game. Uh, so as Taylor said, we know a lot of the starters not playing, so we didn't see Hurts. Uh, we didn't see Devontae Smith or A.J. Brown or any of those guys. I honestly didn't catch the game myself. Taylor, did you catch any of it? I didn't see any of it. I don't, I I, I, I don't, I don't really watch what? preseason like that. I watched. Now, first of all, last week, I don't know if you're anybody in here is a Hulu subscriber, but Hulu crashed last week. <laughs> oh, no. During the Sunday games. Oh, no. The whole server crashed into the morning, so I, mm. I couldn't see nothing, so I was ticked. It kept showing that one play where that dude had that really good run in the first like if you had hulu you were ticked because if you turned on it it would show that play repeatedly all uh, night okay oh that's terrible so Probably I, the one with um, Mar- mariota he, he's looking real garbage can like yeah, right he's, now he's, bro he's, he's, he's he is he looks like a dumpster with two arms yeah and I, an eagles jersey on i heard the bull behind him was looking better uh, yeah. Tanner McKee. Yeah, yeah. Tanner McKee yeah. is definitely looking better. That's who he was, was putting he, the points up. He was an okay quarterback at uh, Stanford. You know what I mean? I don't. He slid down to like the sixth round. The Eagles just, just like, well, we'll take a flyer on him. And, but I don't. Yeah, the, the, the Mariota, the, the juice is gone. Like all that, you know, high up in trophy. He, he, eight, he nine hot years garbage. Ago. Yeah, he's, he's not good anymore, man. He's not, hot, yeah. hot. I'm like, yo, his decision making. He made. He he called an audible. Yeah. When they were in the end, like on the one that caused him a safety. Like, he, he changed to a mm. run. Play. I looked. I'm like, yo, this dude isn't smart. No wonder he ain't start. He ain't start since uh, Tennessee. That's terrible. No, he, he started last year in Atlanta, and he was horrible. He got replaced. Like they was, they were so terrible. They was like, listen, man, we just gonna let you be trash, and then we'll replace you. And they replaced him at the end. But he, he's horrible. He's he's he, he's not good. Not at all. Mm. But you know. They'll, they'll, I mean, hopefully you don't need, you won't need them. You'll just, you know, hopefully you know, Jalen Hurts can do his thing. I mean, you'll, you'll never need them. That, that, that's what you hope. But that's, you know that's what? what you hope. But you, but but you do got to be prepared in case things go left. Yeah, yeah because you know what? If you got a backup in, and and I want you to think about this. Say Hurts went out for two games. Don't you want like your he backup? Did last year, right? <laughs> don't you want your backup to win at least fifty percent of those games? If he's Absolutely. Out for two, like, mm-hmm. do you see Mariota winning fifty percent of no, any games his, that he's out? His day is his days. Like guys like him and Carson Wentz, and he, some of these guys, they they just they had their chance. You know what I mean? Now they live. Oh, I, I keep saying it, living up old rep, and now it's just like it's, it's over with. As, you know as, I mean? as Taylor would like to say, the tread is off the tire. Yeah, yeah, it's the over. Tread's off the tire is over. You know what I mean? Oh. You had your run, and now it's you know it's time for they got they got to start finding other quarterbacks that can that, that can just be backups. You know, we we got to find new Chad Hennies and stuff like yeah, that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I'm tired of Mar- Mariota and all these guys. What happened to Minshew? And, and, and Andy, Andy Dalton's still out here being Min- backups. Min- Minshew, what happened to Minshew? Is, isn't he in, in the Indianapolis? Indianapolis? Yeah, he got yeah. replaced by the boy, um, what's his name? Uh, Richardson took his job during training camp. Yeah, the boy Anthony Richardson snatched his spot. Yeah. I seen him throw a pass off his back foot. Actually, he, he it wasn't even really off his back foot. He jumped 
and threw a pass that went like sixty yards. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, this this kid's a beast. Yeah, I'm, so I'm, I seen somebody said he looked like a young Donovan McNabb. I don't know about all that. See, the thing is with him, he wasn't really good in college, man. That's what it was. He was like, he, he wasn't that good. Oh, no. So I'm kind of like a little skeptical about him. I want to see him do well, but he was he was not good in college. So at all. he was like Willie Beeman in college, basically. He was. He just wasn't good. Well, he just wasn't good, man. I only like. He just wasn't good. <laughs> like they hyped him up, and he just was not good. Now he got hyped up in this past draft and got drafted with third or fourth overall. But I don't know. Like I'm really, ap- I just want to see what he's going to be like because it's going to be yeah. depend on Shane Steichen out there in um, Indianapolis. Indianapolis, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll see. Oh, sorry, we, we got to get back to the to the, to the Eagles. We keep yeah, yeah. Right. So sorry, we, we we going off on tangents, but you know it's yeah. cool. Couple, couple, remember, yeah. a couple people got bodied in that game, brother. In, in the Eagles game, yes. The defensive tackle boy they drafted out of Texas. He got carted off with oh, some type of no. neck injury. Yeah, I did hear somebody. Some got guy neck named injury. Cleveland. He uh, uh, Ty Cleveland, something like that. He got carted off. Literally, a couple. Well, I think it was li- literally within like ten minutes they got carted off. Wait, did, you mean did, our new Georgia defensive man? Uh, no, 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 not him. No, not him. Not, oh, not okay. Jalen Carter. This oh, okay. guy named is Moma o- Omara. He's like in the six or seven round. He got carted off, and then did, didn't Greedy get hurt? Greedy got cut. No, the other uh, the other I, corner, I the other corner got, got uh, the the six Eagles had for a while. What's his name? McPherson. He tore his Achilles, so he's out for the oh season. Oh my goodness! Yeah, so a couple people got body in that game. Got I mean, smoked. Yeah, yeah. So you lost three dudes. That I, I don't know about the kid from Texas defensive tackle, but the mother two they definitely not playing for the rest of the year. McPherson and um, Cleveland. Well, ultimately they're they're depth guys, and uh, and my man Miles Jack just retired this morning. Oh no! Yeah, they brought him in. He look, he actually looked pretty good in oh, the first. Man. Was it the second preseason game? No, maybe. The, well, they say he looked good in training the first camp. One, yeah, he didn't play. The second one was against Cleveland. But they said as the training camp started to go, he started to like you know they kind of like oh this he is why he was free. Yeah, and then the other board oh. they signed um uh, Cunningham. They said he actually looked better. So okay. Yeah, so he, he retired uh, well, today. Well, you know. So we still got N'Kobe Dean. Yeah, yeah. He made a big play against Cleveland, forcing a fumble. Yeah. He's a, listen, he's a good player. I hate to say comparison, but he, he's got the same body type as Ray Lewis. I'm not saying he is Ray Lewis, but they're about the same size. People thought Ray Lewis was like six foot two, 300. No, Ray Lewis was like barely five, maybe barely six foot tall, 130 some odd pounds. Remember, he used to be a running back when he was in high school. So he wasn't that big. He just wore them big pads. And I think N'Kobe Dean is kind of like a carbon copy of him. He's about five foot 11, 230, and he's a missile. You know I mean, and, so and keep in mind he's talking about body type wise. Yeah, body type not, wise. He's not saying that Nicobe Dean is going to be Ray Lewis. Yeah, yeah, but I'm just saying like the way he moved, the way he fluidly goes from corner to corner. When I saw him in Georgia, and the one game he played last year, he was is is, is reminiscent of a, like a Ray Lewis type, or maybe like a London Fletcher or something like that. But he can, even though he's not the biggest guy, he's going to go and, and clean up and make all the tackles. Of us. I think y'all don't have any. You don't have to worry about Nicobe Dean on defense. Okay, okay, so I, think, I, th- I think he's that he's that dude. I saw some things uh, in my my research this week about, well, not my research, but just in passing, about a safety uh, who the Eagles have, who they're kind of excited about, a young guy. Sidney Brown? Yeah, I think that was him. Yeah, out of Illinois. Uh, He was, the thing is with him, He's like a another a, a guy like a missile, like a seek and destroy yeah, type of guy. That's, that's exactly what they said. They said mm-hmm. he he's either gonna hit or miss, and he's probably gonna hit more than he misses. Yeah, and Philly fans are gonna love him. Yeah, but um, they just try to train him to you know to you know you know when you're a safety, you gotta be able to you know backtrack that deep third if you're gonna be in the cover three or something like that. Yeah. So he's got to know what he's doing. He can easily come down and just drop somebody, whether it be a running back or a tight end, something like that. But you gotta be able to play that deep third or the fourths and stuff like that, or you know that cover. 
two shell. So yeah. they're trying to train him on that. But other than that, he's got the skills to uh, to not. I saw him in that. I think I forget what game it was. He was making all kinds of tackles. So okay. and he probably is going to be the starter. Him and um, what's the white kid's name? Blankenship. They're probably going to be okay. the two starting safeties. Yeah. Okay. So we have them, and then we got uh, Bradbury and uh, Slay. Yeah, Bradbury and to, Slay. To round out the, I'm uh, telling y'all right now, man. Don't y'all be thinking oh y'all going to get a repeat of what happened last year. Last year, Bradbury was pretty good. Slay was trash. You know what I mean? So, mm. I'm just letting y'all know. Yeah, Bradbury just got Slay paid. Slay was trash yeah, last year? Slay was not good last year. Mm. Man. Anybody that watched football that know football, Slay was not good last year. But because the Eagles were blowing people out. and It didn't really matter. Yeah, it didn't really matter. And they were taking starters. Because you saw what happened to Slay in the Super Bowl when the game really counted. Yeah. He was getting smizzled. He was getting he was getting shredded. He kind of got exposed. He got exposed, and remember, Kansas City. There's no Ty Hill out there no more, so it yeah, wasn't like he was yeah. out there getting beat by Pro Bowlers. He was out there getting 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 smoked by like I don't know by like Sky Moore and some other guy named uh, Valdolf Scantling. He was getting <laughs> getting toasted. You know what I mean, but he they the paid him. Tony. He's back. You know what I mean, but you better hope that um you know the, the backup guys are ready. <laughs> I'm telling you because. It didn't look too good, so I wouldn't. I wouldn't expect an equal performance that you saw last year with the secondary last year. Well, Maddox is back healthy, so that's that's definitely yeah, a, yeah. a boost to the secondary. Yeah, he'll be in the slot. He's good. He's good blitzing and everything like that too. So uh, he's fine. I'm. I'm just the outside corners. I wouldn't be uh, people. Yeah, I'm. T- I'm trying to just, just pay attention. And remember, those are. I think those are two oldest corners in the NFL right now. You got a 30 year old and a 32 year old. Don't be expecting what you saw last year. <laughs> um, but ho- hopefully the uh, the front will be able to uh, kind of alleviate the, the yeah. pressure on on the back end, so that it's not really that um, uh, things aren't really that amplified on on the corners. Obviously, the corners are going to have to do what they got to do as far as covering, yeah. and they can't get smoked. Yeah. But um, you know, our our, our front is, is pretty serious and yeah, I, I you, think we're gonna be able to put good pressure on front is uh, deep. just about anybody. Yeah, Josh Wett, uh, I think Hassan Reddick, I think he messed up his thumb, but he'll be back for the um pre or for the opener. Yeah. Uh Nolan Smith will be his backup. Fletcher uh, Cox. Still got Fletcher Cox, still got Brandon Graham. I I'm, I'm assuming he still got Tread on the tire. I don't know. Uh Fletcher Cox and uh Jordan Jaylen Davis. Carter. Yeah, Jalen Carter and Jordan Davis is gonna be more of a player this year than Milton Williams off the bench, so they got um they they get they got depth on the defensive line and people can move all over the place too. They were putting Carter on the outside, putting Graham on the inside. They mm-hmm. were moving all these guys. They were moving Nolan Smith from outside linebacker to defensive end. So they got like a lot of keys in this defense that can move all over the place. So. And I'm I'm hearing really good things about Carter coming out of uh, training camp. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. They say he looks looks exactly what they thought they were getting. You know because he was technically one of the better players in the draft. Slipped down number nine, but they said he looks exactly what, what was advertised. You know he just had a, a couple of you know a couple of bad months after the national championship and stuff like that. Had yeah. a bad um uh what's that thing called? The combine, bad pro day and then the that car accident that killed somebody. So he just had a bad couple of months. But um they said he um they said right now it looks like he's football wise, he's he's football ready. So we'll see about him too. I don't know how much the playing time he's going to get because remember Jordan Davis in front of him. They want him to play yeah. a whole lot more too, yeah. and they want to scale back uh, Fletcher Cox a little bit. So it might be Jordan Davis, then you get Fletcher Cox, and then you might get um, uh, Carter right behind them. So we'll see how how uh, they they rotate the, the defensive line. Well, as long as they're out there and and you know everybody's as healthy as can be. Yeah. Because uh, that's 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 what's most important. Mm-hmm. You know, you look at the team at, like Washington. Uh, they drafted. Uh, What's my man name? Light skin li- uh, lineman with 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 the dreads. 
they drafted Lyskin Lama with the Dreads uh, a couple oh, years ago. Oh, uh, Chase uh, Chase Young. Exactly. They they drafted Chase Young a couple years ago. He came yeah. into the league. He had a whole lot of promise. Yeah. Uh, he he was really doing his thing, and then got he, injured. he got hurt, <laughs> yeah. and he just hasn't really returned to that same form since. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um. You know, I I just want these guys to stay as healthy as possible, yeah. so that they can be on the field and ball. You know, the way that we we believe they can. Absolutely, yeah. But I think they're they're going to be in between ten to twelve wins. I don't know. I don't want to say eleven. I don't want to say twelve. But in between that ten and twelve, I think they'll be in in between. If every if every if they're going to have injuries this year. Last year yeah. they got lucky with no injuries. They did. They did. This year people are going to get hurt, and they got like at least like they got like a five game stretch where it's like very very tough after the bye week. I think it's like Dallas and then Kansas City and. Then and uh, I forget the other teams. It's like it's going to be a really tough schedule in the middle of the season. So, and this is going to be if they go like three and three or something like that, that's a blessing. Like the, the, the stretch yeah. is crazy. I, I, don't, I can't see the schedule right now, but um, they got like a really crazy uh, after the bye week, like four or five game stretch where they just playing just team after team after team that are nice. Well, I pre- Kansas City's in the middle of there too. Yeah, I think I projected them to get like ten or eleven wins last year, and they overshot my expectations. So. Yeah. Um, you know, I'll, I'll stay around that same area, ten to maybe like twelve, at the max wins. I, I can see him getting this year because I, I do think it's going to be a little more challenging as far as uh, health wise. Because last year was was really like an anomaly year as far as them staying healthy outside mm-hmm. of uh, Jalen Hurts going down for a couple of weeks, like we discussed earlier, and Avante Maddox going out and some other guys going out here and there for a couple of weeks. They really didn't have to deal with a lot of um, you know. Injuries last year. Yeah, now people got the tape on Jalen Hurts. No one knew what Jalen Hurts was going to do from 2001 to what he did last year. Yeah, yeah. Now they got 15, 16 games plus the playoffs of what he does best. So now you know that people are going to be scheming. So it depends. So depending on what Jalen Hurts does, if he's you know he keeps keep getting better, you'll see him. Hopefully he'll get better and then he'll be um, you know ready for this because they're going to be coming uh-huh. after. You're going to see a lot of people blitzing because he didn't really get blitzed a whole lot last year. Uh-huh. I think you're going to see a lot more people blitz because they wanted him to throw and he threw and he. And he's completing passes. So yeah. you're going to see a lot more blitzes. You might see a whole lot of uh, corner blitzes. You might see a whole lot of more safety blitzes. You might even see a bunch of uh, fake blitzes and they fall back out. You yeah. know? And so they're, they're going to give him different looks this year. And a co- and it's not the same offensive coordinator. Last year was Shane Steichen. Now it's uh, Brian Johnson, who he grew up with um, as a kid. So we'll see um, if um, everything um, you know wor- works itself out. You know, I mean? different I think, coordinators. I think definitely going to be definitely going to be different than what you saw last year. It's different coordinators on both sides of the ball. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the, the uh, league stepped in and shut down that nice little uh, QB sneak play they was doing last year. So did they stop? Oh yeah. I, I thought. Well, I I I I, I, know, I know they was trying to stop it. I I don't remember if they did or. Oh, you- I don't. I can't remember if they did or they didn't. I remember they. They vote, people were voting again. We'll see in the first. I can't remember. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if, if I said no, I'd be lying. If I said yes, I'd be. I, I, I can't remember. I was pretty sure I saw rumors about. Uh, I know they were trying they, to they, stop it. They though. were trying to stop it, and I think I saw that they did. But okay. I could be wrong. Yeah, I, I'm not sure, but. They, 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 there were other running plays he was doing. He was actually doing like QB draws and stuff like that too. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. and actually doing swing runs. But they got like at least like four or five running backs. I think they'll they might succeed from doing all that running with Jalen and use all three or four of those running backs they got. They got Swift, Penny, uh, what's his name, Gainwell, and um, Boston Squad. I, th- I think they'll use all four of those guys in some variation of the season. You know what I, mean? I don't know if they'll use them all four in one game, but I think they'll use all four of those guys during the whole season. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Okay, bet, bet. Well, we were just discussing the preseason a little bit, and it seems like every year around this time, the same kind of question gets kicked around and brought up. 
but we're going to do it here. Should the preseason be abolished? (laughs) We're down to, what, three games now at this point? Yeah. And uh, they've added on an extra game to the regular season. Uh, So... That's that's what it is. Should should the preseason continue to be a thing? It's, I mean, they, it's it's not really a big deal to anybody. Starters no. really don't even play anymore. You don't get a, to see much of any of what a team does. They give you a very vanilla shell of you know their offense and defensive schemes. You see a lot of young guys out there trying to earn spots and earn positions and yeah. earn um, a contract with the team. Uh, a lot of late in draft picks and and unsigned free agents and. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, undrafted free agents and, and, and things like this. But, um, you know, outside of that, it's not really so much a productive time of the year outside of your anomaly of so, a guy that makes the team and, and turns into a guy that gets a lot of a lot of shine and a lot of time during the season you yeah. know, due to injuries or whatever the case may be. But uh, the downside to that is if you do get rid of the preseason, I believe that the owners, what they want to do is add on more games to the regular season. Yep. So you could be in a situation where you're playing 19 or 20 games a year instead of playing any preseason games. So then you're adding, you know, potential for more injury to players, uh, potential to shorten careers as a whole because, you know, you can't play longer. Yeah. Because you're playing these longer uh, seasons. And that's uh, a big part of why players have been against extending the season ever since it's been brought up from the beginning mm-hmm. so it's, it's kind of like a, a good news bad news toss up type of situation Taylor what do you think about abolishing the preseason or, or the, the importance or should they keep the preseason they cut so it used to be four games now it's down to three I think they should cut it down maybe one more just do two but as opposed to like having all like they should just scatter it like like you shouldn't have it just all like yesterday they had like a bunch of games yesterday put like some games on Tuesday because they already have the um the joint practices and then the, whatever you do the joint practice with that's the team you play later on the week so the Eagles were pre- joint practicing to get joint doing a joint practice with um Cleveland. Cleveland for the past week and then they played them on that Thursday I think they should just scatter the games and stuff like that maybe have a game on Monday, maybe have a game on Wednesday or something like that. Like, cause the games don't really matter and stuff like that. So. And I saw uh, Nick Sirianni said he feels like uh, he and the team get more out of the joint practices yeah. with the other teams than they do out of the actual preseason game. Yeah, I should think. I think they should do. Uh, well, you should maybe do like more. I think. I think they only do one joint practice, but I think they should do two. I mean, of course, you want to do it with somebody that's close in your proximity. So if you want to do like Eagles want to do something with Baltimore, go down there and then maybe have a, another close team like Pittsburgh come to them or something like that. You don't have to do all that crazy traveling and stuff like that and uh, cut them down to two. But maybe and then have the games different times of the week and stuff like that. You know what I mean, maybe even show the joint practices and then maybe say, all right, and tomorrow's going to be the actual preseason game or something like that. I think they should be more creative with the preseason. I mean, it's just because it's, it's just at this, it's, it's kind of like watered down right now. You watch a game and you're going to be you watch the St. Louis Rams. You, you're not watching Matthew Stafford. You'll be watching Stinson Bennett throw to some guy that went to Montana State four years ago. Like somebody <laughs> won't watch that. You know what I mean? So now, I, now here now here's what you didn't address. If yeah. they do cut it down from three games to two games, yeah. do they then do they then add that game to the regular season? Man, listen, man. I don't want to uh, listen. These owners make too much money. These cats make way too much money. Like y'all <laughs> y'all need to figure it out. And they're, they're going to eventually go to 18 games. 
game. That's why they did the 17. It's going to be 17 for a while, and eventually it's going to go to 18 Dude. because they know that they can play these players more. The players that don't have a chance to play football, they're going to love 18 games because it gives them a better chance to make in a football team. And so, it gives them a better chance to play. And it gives them a better chance to play, yeah. So they know that they got the NFL by the ball, the NFL players by the ball. So. Hey, did, did you see how much the Eagles tickets just went up to? Yeah, exactly. It's terrible. Wow. Like, yeah. like, honestly, Mike, you're going to be paying $300 for the highest seats. Yep. Mm. For, like, for the it, nosebleeds. Yeah. Mm. It, it don't make no sense. I, I, well, guess, guess where I'll be? On the couch at the crib. Yeah. Watching it on the TV. They bro. priced a lot of people out this past year. It's crazy. So oh, wow. Yeah. Now, what do you think about adding another bye week? Um, I can I can see that too. I can if they do eighteen games, they're gonna have to add another bye week. So they're gonna have to if they do eighteen weeks. I wouldn't mind having another uh, a bye week. You know what I, mean? I, I think now, it that makes would make sense. this that would make the season somewhat longer. But it would. Y- but y'all just made y'all made the season longer. Just you know, with the seventeen games, exactly. you know, because y'all actually have a week seventeen or eighteen game in the first week of the new year and stuff like that. So y'all already extended it, and, 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 and they the make NFL the season loves longer it. with yeah. that stupid stuff putting the Pro Bowl in between the last season of the uh, last week of the uh, yeah. So y'all the, y'all, the playoffs, yeah. the Super Bowl. Y'all already made it longer. So I know the the NFL. They wouldn't carry. I mean, and they, they want to monopolize they, they, the calendar even more. So yeah. do what y'all do. They're not, they not going out there tackling nobody. Some owners would be. Uh, they would love an uh, extra bye week, which means make the season even longer. So what, yeah, what, they would what, be with it. What do we say every summer around? What's it like May? About the NFL? May? Yeah. Um, they took over a whole four days. Yeah, they took over with, the, with know, the draft. The draft, yeah. So they they not it's gonna a, have a problem. It's a, it's a, it's a year season. it's a year round sport. The way That's they got it is year round. Like there's only like maybe a little bit of dead time because as soon as training camp start, people are hyped. Like I remember I was up in New York a couple of years ago and I went to the rest area and I saw a bunch of like New York Jets fans like in there. I guess they were going home and they were like hyped. And I was like, yo, it's like early August. Like we still got another month before the season starts. They were like, yeah, man, Zach Wilson, he looks really, really good. And I was like, he's trash. But you know, <laughs> but people are really like fiending for the NFL. They fiend for it. You know what That's I mean? how it is after that long summer break. Yeah. Uh well not summer, but uh spring and summer break. Yeah. Yeah. So people fiend for it. It's here. You know what I mean? People love it. People love the fantasy. People love the gamble since gambling is legal all over the place. So you know um, um, but, but, I mean, like, I don't know. You know what I mean, like, but like I said, NFL is like they print money, so they know that they got America by the balls. You know what I mean? They do. You know, and, they, and they su- Sunday is the NFL's day. Yeah, that's their day. You know what I mean? So Sunday, Thanksgiving Day. Yeah, Thanksgiving, Black Friday. Now they got a game on Black Friday yep. this year. Like, so they've take. They, like I said, they 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 don't mind taking people's days. I think they took Christmas last year. They're gonna do it again this year. I think. Mm. So. They've already taken some of the holiday. They don't care. <laughs> they just they, the more NFL, the better. You know what I mean? They know that people want to watch no matter what. No matter it's on Amazon, Hulu. Uh, uh, I think it's gonna be on YouTube now. Direct. They got NFL all over the place. If you miss it, it's, it's on you. You got the app on your phone yeah, yeah. that you can watch it on. So you, there's no YouTube way. TV. Yeah, no one's missing the NFL. And YouTube nowhere. TV has the NFL Sunday ticket yeah. package they offer now too. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's going. It's all over the place. It's not going nowhere. Yeah. Yeah, red zone, all that. Yeah, every, yeah, it's all over the place. They made it so accessible that you're not going to miss it if you're an NFL fan. So if you're out with the family, you can always, you know, sneak off to the car and watch a couple plays, you know what I mean, go back in. You know what I mean, you're not going to miss nothing with the NFL. So Yes, sir. Yep. All right. Well, we did just mention uh, fantasy football just a little bit. So being that we are coming up on the start of the regular season, we're going to start our st- first top five. 
with listing off our top five fantasy football sleepers going into this season. Mm. Now, I don't think I'm actually going to be participating in the fantasy football league this year. Oh, man. Uh, I didn't catch an invitation, and uh, I didn't create my own. Mm. So I'm just kind of chilling. Okay. But, uh, you know, I, I do still keep my, my ears to the to the dirt and, you know, keep my eyes open to see what's going on. And, uh, you know, I, I put together a couple people that I think <clears throat> uh, might be able to benefit you if you can pick them up on your team. All right, so number five on my list, I have a guy who's probably uh, the furthest from being a sleeper. But the reason why I say he's a sleeper is because of his team. I feel like coming into the season, his team is expected to be trash, but they are also in a trash division. And I feel like he can be a big spark. Uh, he's the one of the newest additions to the team and one of the uh, highlight players, but that's B. John Robinson, <laughs> the running back down in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Now, originally during the draft, I uh, was was uh, a supporter of the Eagles trying to pick him up, but A, he got picked up just before they drafted, and B, I think Jalen Carter might end up being, uh, in the long run, a better addition. But, uh, you know, at least in his first year, I, I think the fact that there's no tape on this guy as far as uh, professionally, and uh, he's a new guy on the scene, uh, he, he might be able to really pounce on things and... Uh, and make his mark on on the NFC South, uh, and there's a good chance that he could be uh, a leading contributing factor to Atlanta, making some noise in that division, and maybe uh, competing for uh, taking that division or being in second place. Yep. At number four on my list, I'm gonna keep it in that division, and I'm gonna actually keep it with that team. And he's a former Washington Commanders quarterback, but that's Taylor Heineke. Mm. Now, they have uh, Desmond Ritter starting right now. The rattlesnake, yeah. I think he might get smoked. Oh, uh, you mean hurt or um, just or just benched? I think he might get hurt. He might get hurt? Okay, all right. So if that does go that way or he does get benched, next up on the list is Taylor Heineke. Mm. And he showed some flashes of things that I, I thought were productive when he was in Washington. And uh, they are... Uh, working with some pretty good young talent down there in Atlanta with Drake London and uh, what's my man named uh, Kyle Pitts. Abbotton's finest Kyle Pitts. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Born in the same hospital. Yeah, yeah. Kyle Pitts, man. Yeah. So, um, you know, they are trying to add on some talent down there in Atlanta. And, uh, you know, their defense isn't horrible. So, uh, if they can, you know, stick to the, the running game and, and play solid defense, Situation and they don't put a whole lot of pressure on the quarterback. I think Taylor Heineke can be one of those guys that can pay dividends. Or you know, if they're uh, if Desmond Ritter happens to go out for a couple of weeks and you can catch Taylor Heineke uh, in the waiver wire, uh, it, it might be able to do something for you. So at number three, I'm gonna take it to the opposite conference and the opposite side of the country to the Las Vegas Raiders, and it's running back Zamir White. Mm-hmm. And uh, from what I'm seeing, he's making some pretty good noise in training camp and uh, in preseason. And uh, he's backing up Josh Jacobs, who is absent right now. Yep. So uh, Josh Jacobs does end up missing any time from the team. Uh, Zamir White will be the guy that steps into that position. And uh, being that they have a, a new quarterback coming in this year with Jimmy G, I don't know how pass heavy they're going to be. Uh, they lost the weapon with Darren Wilder going over to the Giants. Um, so, 
things might be a little shaky for uh, Las Vegas on the past note, although they do, of course, still have Devontae Adams, who is one of the best wide receivers in the league. But um, they may end up having to lean on their running game <clears throat> from time to time. And, you know, even if Josh Jacobs is available, uh, if they're not using him all three downs, Zamir White is going to be the guy that comes in and spells him. So that might be a good uh, handcuff to grab uh, if you end up going the Josh Jacobs route. Georgia back, yep. At number two, I'm going to bring it more local, bring it back to the NFC. And I mentioned Quez Watkins, I believe it was, last year. Yeah. Well, this year I'm mentioning Kenny Gainwell. Okay. The Eagles running back uh, backfield is is kind of like a forest. Yeah. They have about four or five different guys that they, uh, I guess, are going to be rotating in and out between DeAndre Swift, Rashad Penny, Gainwell, Boston Scott. Uh, and I think there's a fifth guy. Uh, oh, yeah, I don't know about Trey Sherman. He might or might not make the team. I'm not sure. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Kenny Gainwell uh, asserted himself last year as being a dependable guy, a guy who can hold on to the ball, a guy who can get positive yards, <clears throat> a guy who can be a spark <clears throat> of energy uh, inserted into that offense. Um, Boston Scott, we all know what he can do, catching the ball out of the backfield and being a change of pace guy. But um, I think Kenny Gainwell uh, may end up taking another step forward this year, and that can pay dividends if you end up uh, picking him up on your team off, uh, you know, something late in the draft or even just catching him off waivers. Mm-hmm. And my number one guy, uh, I'm going to take it back to the NFC South. I'm NFC South heavy today, but uh, <clears throat> it's going to be another team. It's going to be a New Orleans Saints guy, and it's going to be starting tight end Jawan Johnson. Mm-hmm. And uh, they just picked up uh, Derek Carr down there in New Orleans. Yeah. So they have a new uh, quarterback that they're introducing to the fold. And things do look uh, promising from what I've seen uh, in, in footage of Michael Thomas and uh, what's my man named Chris Olave. Chris Olave, yeah. Exactly. But, uh, you know, he's still going to need uh, at times that security blanket, you know, when they're playing against teams that have better secondaries and he's not able to catch either of those guys. So we all know Typically, the security blanket for the quarterback is the tight end. And formerly, when Derek Carr was in Vegas, his security blanket was Darren Waller. So, Jawan Johnson might be the guy that can step into that role and play that middle of the field, uh, play those you know out routes and, and uh, little go routes up, up the seam and stuff like that. And uh, he may end up being a good weapon in New Orleans for uh, the Saints. And, you know, they're, they're another team that's rumored to uh, – possibly do big things and win the NFC South this season so if that's the case and they play really well he may be a big part of that Jawan Johnson I like uh, Penn State former Penn State wide receiver yes sir and yes, converted sir. to tight end uh, I think when he came to NFL and he's carved out a niche down there he, I think he might get a whole lot more run down there yeah, I think they got rid of some of the tight end down there so he's, he's I, th- I guess he's the starter and the guy on the depth chart behind him from what I saw earlier is Taysom Hill Taysom Hill yeah and I think they Brought back Jimmy Graham, but he got arrested a couple days ago. Or was oh, it yesterday? Gosh. So I don't, I don't know if he got anything well, left in the tank. So, Jimmy, yeah. Jimmy Graham, that the yeah. treads off that tire too. Yeah, so he ain't did nothing since Seattle. Yeah, exactly. And that was brief. Mm-hmm. All right, well that's gonna do it for my top five fantasy football sleepers list. So I'm gonna swing it over to Taylor, and he can list off his for y'all. 
Um, Tell them what you got. My number five. Some of these guys are young. Some of these guys are rookies. But uh, some of these guys are going to be. They're going to be on the team. They're going to get a chance. But you might have to like wait a little while. Or if you don't have them on your team, just keep an eye on them in the fridge and look. You might want to grab them up kind of early. Uh, my number five is uh, Seattle's backup running back. Uh, I think it's Zach Char- Charbonnet. Charbonnet, something like that. Uh, he's going to be the backup to Kenneth Walker. Now Kenneth okay. Walker took uh, Penny's job last year yeah. in like about week five or week six. Now, Kenneth Walker hasn't really played this preseason. I think he's recovered from an injury or something like that. So, Zach Charbonnet, I think that's how you say his name, formerly of uh, Michigan, then he transferred to UCLA, got drafted by Seattle this past year in the second round. Mm-hmm. Seattle loves drafting running back. They draft a running back every damn year for like the past like five years from Chris, what's his name? Cole, uh, Chris uh, Carson, Carson to yeah. DJ Davis to Travis Homer to some guy named What's it? Was it Lou Rawls or Thomas Rawls? They, Thomas they all, Rawls. Yeah, they yeah. always they always just got running backs. Uh, Rob Robert Turbin. They always just draft running backs every year, no matter what. And eventually, they have like a little bit of a spark if somebody gets hurt. So Zach Charbonnet is a new guy, but keep an eye on him. He's a big back. Kind of reminds me of uh, uh, what's my man's name from back? Demarco Murray back in the day. Okay. Big back, but you know he can get low and stuff like that. So I would keep an eye on him just in case. You know they might want to do a two running back. You know you know uh, backfield and stuff like that, or. He, he might get some goal line carries, might spell um Walker, you know. So I would definitely keep an eye on him. He's a young, young rookie. Young, we all know about the running back. We were gonna talk about that this week, but I didn't want to yeah. because a little bit old. But the running back, they they use him up in the first two three years. So he could be one of these guys to get used up in the first couple of years of his career. So and, Zach Charbonnet is my number five. And committees are way more com- uh, prevalent than bell cows yeah. nowadays. So mm-hmm. you know, seeing a, a running back uh, share. Is is you know like a regular That's thing? That's what now. it is right now. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four. Now, a lot of people don't like this guy. I actually saw him in college a couple of years ago. He's okay. He's got some skill. But the thing is, with quarterbacks in um, the fantasy football, they score you a lot of points. I don't care if you don't like them or not. So you let's just say you miss <laughs> out on some of these the the, the prime time quarterbacks you want. Sam Howell's gonna be sitting right there for you. I mean, he's he's the starter. You know what I mean, he's got targets like Ter- Terry McLaurin, uh, Jalen Dobson from um, Penn State. He's got still got Chris. Samuels, so he's got weapons down there. Uh, B, uh, what's the name? Robinson and and, and um, Gibson are still their running back, so he's got weapons down there. The offense line is a little bit better than last year, but not as maybe not as good. So he might be running for his life, but he can't run. He'll probably scramble for some <laughs> yards. So he's the only one he got that's going to put up a lot of yards and uh, probably get a lot of rushing touchdowns. It may not, you know, you may not. He may not be like an MVP type of guy, but he might be a guy that just puts up numbers, kind of like Alex Smith used to do back in the day. So, yeah. I, mean, so I would definitely take a fly on um, Sam Howe. If you don't get the quarterback you want, he's going to be there. If not in the back uh, end of the first round, he's going to be a free agent. You know what I mean? He, he's, going, he's going to be the starter. So. And just for those who weren't following all your contest clues, that's the starting quarterback for Washington. For the Washington, right? whatever the Commanders. team name, Commander. They go, They said they might go back to the – I don't know what name they I read they might to. go back to the Redskins. Yeah, I heard they might go back just to the Washington football team again. Oh, no. With Zach uh, – what's, what's the body? The guy from the Sixers bought the team. Um, Josh Harris, oh, yeah, Josh Harris yeah, they, might, yeah. they might go back so I, I don't know um, number well, three well I'll tell you this by him owning the Sixers if that's any indication Washington ain't gonna get no better under his regime well, he, he, he just buy, he just got money when you got F you money you just buy every you don't give a F about nothing you know? he just yeah. buying up stuff yeah, yeah. Uh, number three now I could be handcuffing this guy cause the Jets did just grab um, uh, uh, Dalvin Cook and um, Dalvin and uh, Brees Hall and just came Brees off Hall, yeah. off the the pup list, but Israel Abakini, 
he's a good back out of Pittsburgh. You know what I mean? So I don't know if he's going to be able to come up because those two guys are going to be in there. But I would look at him maybe like toward the end of the season or something like that. I don't know. Like, he's got skills. He's really a really, really good player. He's I think he's from Brooklyn or something like that. He went to Pittsburgh. He's only 20 years old, so he's a very, very young back. So I would definitely take a look at him, you know what I mean, maybe uh, as a free agent or something like that because the first two guys are definitely going to get drafted. But, you know what I mean, you never know. They might say, hey, Dalvin, we want you to take a week off. You know what I mean? We want you to get, get healthy. We want Brees Hall and we want this kid in the back. You know, they might just be tr- – I saw it a lot last year where if a running back was nicked up, they just called him out and just brung up, you know, the, the second, the third, or fourth string running yeah, back. Yeah. So you're definitely um, going to get some. Um, maybe Israel Abakini might be that might be that guy. So okay, he's a uh, number three. Okay, um, number two, I'll go to Vegas, but I'm gonna go with the tight end Michael Mayer out of uh, Notre Dame. Is, is he going to be the starting tight end? Yeah, he's the starting tight okay. end. He was supposed to be in the first round, but he kind of fell to the early part of the second round. Big tight end. You know, everyone knows about Notre Dame tight ends. I mean, Kyle Rudolph. You know what I mean? Um, the, 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 the tight ends out of Notre Dame, they just, they just come out of nowhere every damn year. You know what I mean? So, they're, they're always good blockers. There's always somewhat good pass catcher. But this guy is actually big. He was actually one of the better tight ends last year in, in the, um, college football. So, I think he's going to get some run. Uh, Devontae's going to be getting doubled. Uh, what's the white little receiver they got? Um, um, Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro. You know what I mean? So, this guy's going to be having free run out there with Jimmy G. So uh, I would definitely take a look at uh, Michael Mayer. He may not start off good, you know, because tight ends are kind of hard to transition from college to foot to uh, NFL. But maybe later on the season, he might be one of these guys to get a lot of goal line touchdowns and stuff like that. So Michael Mayer uh, is number two. Okay. But uh, number one uh, is a guy that got drafted last year, didn't play because he had some um, – health issues. I think it was like, he had like a cancer scare or something like that down in Houston. I'm going to put some respect on John Mechie Jr. down in Houston. I think he's going to be the number one receiver down there. CJ Stroud needs somebody to throw to. Yeah. Uh, Nico Collins... He's he's suspect, man. I mean, he's always <laughs> just been. I mean, they keep saying, "Oh, he's the one," but I'm not really. Fan. I think if John Mechie Jr. is healthy, I think he'll be the number one receiver. Always had good hands down in Alabama. Was pretty much going to be the number one receiver last year, but got hurt. I mean, got the um. Well, no, he got hurt towards ACL in the eight, in the championship game last year, and then he had the uh, cancer scare last year, so they had to put him down. I think he had like hot hop, hot skins or something like that. I forget what it's called. But he's completely healthy right now. He's going through the chemo. He's good. And I think I saw him playing, I think, in a preseason game a couple days ago. He looked pretty good. So I think he's a guy that you might want to look at. You know what I mean? Maybe in the ninth, 10th, 11th, if you want to like just grab him just, just to have him, he's going. I think he's going to get a whole lot of targets. I think he's going to make you happy. So, And we know how the NFL is. You got 16, 17 games to get 1,000 yards. He's going to get a whole lot of touches during the season. So I would definitely look at John Mechie Jr., a number one receiver. You'll see him at the end of the year with 75, 80, 90 catches. You'll be like, damn, what round was this kid going in? So mm-hmm. that would be uh, – that, that's my number one guy. Okay. <coughs> now we know Houston's going to be throwing the ball because they're going to have to come back in games. Yeah. All right, all right. Well, um, we're going to get out of our first edition of the top five and moving to have you seen, have you heard? So tell it. What you got for us this week? I got too many, man. But I, I, I guess I mean I don't really want to talk about Johnny Manziel. I saw the the uh, the one on Netflix. I don't want to talk about that, man. I was that that that, that was corny. I, I I want to go to my man Michael Orr. <laughs> Ooh, Michael Orr is out here slinging that mud. Yeah, is, is he out here? Is he? I mean, uh, that's why I want to see Michael Orr. The Blind Side. I thought it was a good story back in the day. You know, not one of my favorite football movies, but it was a good football movie. A true story about a black kid. Drawn up somewhere in Tennessee, I guess in the Memphis area, 
and the white people adopted him and brought him in the house and taught him how to you know to read taught him how to dress and got him in the school got him in the school and all kinds of stuff and he himself he always did say that wasn't a good depiction he so he's always kept the same energy that he didn't like the depiction of the movie but somebody yeah. wrote the book but what people don't know was um the family that adopted him the Tui family they got money like they they not broke like the, the guy that lived next door to them he's the one that wrote the book and he's the one that brought it to a studio, a small studio at that. And then they ended up getting, you know, Sandra Bullock, who wasn't even the first pick. I think they wanted, uh, what's that girl's name? Julia Roberts to play the mom. But they got Sandra Bullock instead. And as you see, the movie only cost maybe like $20 million to make. And it made so much money, got her an Oscar. But he's always said that, that he just didn't like the depiction of himself. But he's now claiming that the the twoies owe him money like and then but the twoies are coming mm. out and saying that uh he been he been trying to shake them down for like the last 15 well, for mm. the last like year or so for 15 mil so i'm like what's going on this man had an eight-year career made over 30 million dollars played yeah. for played for baltimore yeah. won a super bowl went to carolina i think he may have been on the carolina team and went to the super bowl i'm not sure with cam newton and them so yeah he had an eight-year career it ended kind of abruptly because he had concussion problems so he had to kind of retire early but he made 30 million dollars so the story sounds kind of like weird to me i like yeah. i don't know if he's broke they trying to say ESPN is, is lying. They full of cap. They trying to say he was adopted. He was never adopted. <laughs> he was never adopted. You can watch the movie. He was yeah. never adopted because by the time they were brought to adoption, he was almost eighteen years old. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> what they had over him was like some type of conservatives, conservatives, conservatives. Like guardianship. Yeah, that's all it was. But they let him make his own decisions. Like him, him wanting to go to Ole Miss, he chose his own agent because they want him to have the agent that they knew, but he didn't choose that. <clears throat> so um he's um I don't, I don't know what's up with him i don't know if he's if he broke was he giving money to his because he had like a 10 or 11 siblings and his mom just gave him away you know what i mean like they was like yeah you, you can so i don't know if he went through the 30 million he's trying to get 15 on the because the Tui family sold their restaurant business which was depicted in the movie for like 200 million dollars so i don't know if Ooh. he feels like if he's in entitled to that money because technically he was in the family but technically wasn't he was not adopted and that family is a christian family they took him in and i I actually uh, believe the uh, the family. I don't really believe Mike. I think Michael Orr is capping. I'm sorry. Oh. <clears throat> I Terrell love, love to take the black man side, but man, I just, you I just think thought, he I capping. Just, I just think it's weird. Like why now? Like why are you saying this now? Like he's wrote a book and he's writing another book. I just think it's weird. Like why would you go after that family? They if it wasn't for them, who knows where you would be at? Like yeah. I, I'm, I'm just not. I'm just not always going to side with black people and stuff like that. Like I got to look at the whole story. Like I think the the white remember no white people they were Christians and that and that white um father he was a he went he went he played basketball he went to Ole Miss and he helped a just but not Michael he helped a lot of black kids similar to Michael Orr. You know what I mean? So I don't I don't I don't like how they're trying to depict this white family, especially in this day and age right now where they're trying to depict like. You know, white people that are Christians who got money trying to depict them as like bad people. I don't really like that narrative and stuff like that. I think these people were really, really good. Remember, this kid was a black man. They had a daughter. You know what I mean? So it wasn't like they were, they had to do like background checks on this man. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. I, I just didn't like the story. I hope he's not trying to shake this family down. Like, I, I just hope he's not trying to do it. I think that's, I think that's corny. They literally talked, brought that, that man that, well, he was uh 15 years old when he came in, brought him into the house. You know what I mean? I, I think he might be. I think he might be going through some things that happened when he was a child. It's kind of coming up now because I don't think he ever got through it. He was basically abandoned by his mother. And you got to remember, man, people be having associates and yeah. lawyers and stuff in their ear mm -hmm. selling them, you know, well, you know, you're you, owed you, this. They, they could have gave you that and they yeah. could have did mm -hmm. this and they could have mm -hmm. did that. So we're, 
you know, we're not there to, yeah, to, to yeah. see what the situation yeah. is. But he's upset about the movie. But what happens when when they made that movie? They weren't expecting for that movie to like. Right. They didn't know. Like when movies blow up, once you get that front end money, that's it. You don't get anything after that. Yeah, if a movie blow, for, exactly. You're, you're you work for hire. Exactly. They they paid them like maybe three hundred thousand dollars to the whole family, and they right. all split it up. They didn't know the movie was going to get an Oscar. They have you have no like movies that that um that people make. They put a bunch of money into it. They just happy to break even. This movie made over three hundred million dollars. You know what yeah. I mean? So they didn't know that. So you're not entitled to that money. That's Hollywood's money. So they can make another movie and another movie after that, another Michael Ward story. But like I said, when you got them people around you, <laughs> yeah, they're gonna be like, oh man, you know you could have. I know this dude, this lawyer, man, that said you should, man. Yeah. You never know what to say. And plus, it's one thing we gotta remember, Taylor, about these athletes. Yeah, that get these big contracts. Mm-hmm. What, what people don't consider is the athlete tax and yeah. the amount of taxes that they have to pay on that money. Mm-hmm. So he could have made thirty mil, but he might have paid twelve, damn near 10, yeah, 12, 12 mil, maybe. He may have paid damn near half of that in taxes, mm-hmm. and if you take care of a lot of people, yeah. that money, it, it just you know he he could be he could be like not broke like we are, but he could yeah. be on that man. I'm I'm getting below this two mil. I'm getting below this three. You know I'm getting below this three mil. Yeah. I'm getting below this two mil, and mm-hmm. I got a whole lifetime. Mm-hmm. And if he didn't prepare for life after the NFL, yeah, then. You like yo, you just don't know. People be thinking, oh, they made thirty million. That like they had that guy that came on was like, yo, eighty percent of the NFL and, and NBA players they go broke, go broke after the league. Yep. So that thirty mil might not mean nothing, and he could be too <laughs> too ashamed to come back to his family. Like, look, I, I squandered this. Speaking <laughs> of going broke, I mean, I don't know if this man is going broke, but have you heard? I, I just saw Emmett Smith uh, was trying to open a restaurant in Las Vegas and it bombed. Oh, it, um, what are you talking uh-huh. about? It bombed or it um it, just it, didn't do well? It bombed. It didn't do well. That's what I mean. It, well, it, 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 if, if you know anything about the restaurant flopped. business, yeah, they say 80% of restaurants don't work. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I know, but yeah. it, it, it was just... My, and you my, know my, what? my man wasn't looking too happy in the picture I saw. You know what? Brittany had to bring it to my attention. And she was like, you got to understand where, like, especially for me, because, you know, I feel young. I still one wheel and do young people stuff, mm-hmm. but I'm not that age. So if you if like I can bring some kids in there in the studio now and be like, you know, did you like Tupac? And they be like, oh, I heard I heard of him, heard of him, you know. So when you're th- talking about Emmett Smith and Lessons, I mean, yeah, people people might not know who. They be like who? I mean, yeah, we know he's the lead uh, in Russia, but like we we like, don't know we don't know who he like is. Like people, they humanity moves on so fast yeah. now because life is. Is, is live is lived at a thirty and sixty second interval. Yeah. So now you 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 never know, and, they, and it's it's horrible, man. They'll I walk mean, they'll walk past Emmett Smith restaurant to go to Jake Paul or one of them. They, they might have a, a that's, club that's, or something that's, that's like a that. Fact. That's I don't, a we fact. know who Jake Paul is. He's on YouTube. And they like, yeah. but you knew who Emmett Smith? No, we don't care about yeah, him. Yeah. Jake Paul. <laughs> I'm so old. I remember when Emmett Smith and he's always been trying to do. Now I don't know if that's his only business. I remember when he opened up his first beeper store. Oh. Uh, <laughs> a beeper store when he was in Dallas, Mm-mm-mm. giving back to the community with a v- variety of beeper chain stores that's, <laughs> so, that only employs our pole distant franchised and uh, black brothers. Uh-huh. The poor and disenfranchised. Beep, 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 beep. All right, see what else you got? 
Uh, this my I had a bunch more, but I'm just gonna move right on to the. Uh, we didn't do this as a topic, you know what I mean? But I just saw the 50 best New York rappers of all time ranking. Oh lord, man. I mean, number 50 was Ice Spice. I was like, <laughs> so this is how we starting off? <laughs> Ice Spice? Yeah. Now, y'all did this last year where y'all did the first, the best groups, and y'all put the city girls. In. So I'm starting to look at Complex. I'm starting to look at y'all. It's like, y'all don't know what y'all doing. Like, y'all just really like, y'all trying to start off they, that they, miss they, with, they, a, with they, a bang. They, they capping for, for, for the, uh, yeah. the, the, the now. I like Ice Spice. You know what I mean? But come on, man. That girl, she hasn't really done anything, man. Then they got Farrell Monch at 49. Okay. You know what I mean, Diddy at 48. I mean, Diddy's not really a rapper. You know what I mean? Like, no, no, nah, nah, Puff's not a rapper. I don't write rhymes. I write checks, man. Like, come on, man. He said this, man. So you can kind of leave him off. He won't care. But if you want to do like influential uh, 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 hip hop guys, he would definitely be up there. You know I mean, salute to Biz Marquee. You know I mean, St- Styles P. And, but they had some people on there. I was just like, I was kind of like, then I, then I was like, yo, man, where's my man AZ at? Man, like, AZ's not on the list, man. Like, come on, AZ's man. AZ's not on the list. No, man. That's AZ's not on the list. Asiatic man, come on man, how's he not on the come list, on, man? man? Come on man, y'all, 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 y'all disrespecting my man Tim Dog. Come on man, like there's so many New York rappers, man, that I that, that are just legendary right now, man. Like salute to Sean Price, he's on the list. Okay, I'm just going through some of now ASAP Rocky, man. Like I like ASAP Rocky, I think he's a good dude. I like uh, he's really what's he? He's with Ariana right now. They got yeah. two babies. Yeah. I think he's a good guy. He's he's not the top fifty rapper of New York. I'm sorry, he's well, just not. I don't know if you listen to his. He's got good music. He's got good music. He, I, I think he deserves to be his, on that list. His come up and his, his, his mixtapes was pretty solid. His come up, but yeah, he he definitely deserves a spot before Ice. Spice. Maybe, maybe he should be in fifty. You know what I mean, forty one. You know what I mean, because right after him is like Kumo D. Salute to Kumo D. You know what I mean, Nori's number thirty nine. Okay, okay, I mess with Nori. I'm just gonna go through the list. Go ahead. MC Light. You know what I mean, thirty eight. Okay, okay. You know what I mean, Ja Rule thirty seven. Now I'm not really a big Ja Rule fan. No, I'm not a fan of anybody. But Ja Rule did put the work in for over a decade. You know what I mean. And ja Rule's first album I thought was kind of dope. Uh, Viddy, Viddy, whatever it's called. You know what I, mean? I thought the album was kind of dope. Okay. Cool Keith. Okay, Cool Keith is a legend. You know what I mean? Salute to Cool Keith. ODB35. Okay. I, I met ODB before, man. I met him literally a month before he passed away, man. He was mm. in Philly at a club. I think it was called the A Street Lounge. Me and my friend were doing like some promotion for like Capitol Records, and he was just there, and he was, he was looking crazy. You know what I mean? And less than 40 days later, he was gone. You know what I mean? But... He's number 35. I think he should be a little bit higher, but yeah, I mean, he's a legend. Foxy Brown at 34. <sighs> Man, I, I don't want to hate on Foxy Brown. Let, let's skip to 20. <laughs> you want, want me to do the, the, the 20? Do the, do the top 20. Right, I'm going to go all the way to 20. Okay, we'll go all the way to 20. Uh, we're we're going to go. All right, so number 20. Wait, is, is this the list that uh, Fabulous didn't get on? Fabulous is on the list. He's okay. number 23 or 24 or something. Okay. Like 20, okay. I think he's number 27. He's on the list. All right, so number 20 is Slick Rick. Okay. I like Slick Rick. Slick Rick is dope. Number 19, Big Daddy Kane. That's too low. Big Daddy Kane's a legend. Yeah, a he, 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 he should be higher than that. Number 18 is Mikey's Bull. Uh, Yasin Bay, a.k.a. Most Def. A Most legendary Def? Okay. rapper. Got bars. You know what I mean? That's number number 17 is my Cameron. That's oh, great. Okay. A lot of people don't like Cameron. I like Cameron. That's good for him. I Cam like Cameron dope. 17. Yeah. Number 16 is my Jada Kiss. He should okay. be higher. I, I'll tell you what number he should be at. He's at 16. Number 15 is Big Pun. Great for him. You know what okay. I mean? I was always a Big Pun guy. Pun had bars, bars. Pun had bars. You know what I mean? Now, this is where I like this guy. I got a lot of respect for this guy. He passed away, MF Doom. Now, people like to fantasize people after they pass away and stuff like that. 
he's a really good rapper. I think he should be up in the 30s. You know I mean, but MF Doom at 14, that's where he's at. MF Doom has always been a dope rapper. You know okay. I mean? Ghostface Killer number three, that's perfect. He's always been a personal favorite of mine since way before Ice Cream. I was feeling him on the uh, the Can It Be All So Simple song. Lil Kim number 12, she got all her daughters out here. You know what I mean? She's, she's a, she can be a number 12. That's fine. You know what I mean? Prodigy at number 11. Mikey knows that Prodigy is my guy. Yeah. That's perfect for me. You know what I mean? He he should be higher on my list, but you know what I mean? I, I mess with Prodigy. <laughs> KRS-One is number 10. That's the teacher. We, we, we respect Chris. You know what I mean? Number nine is Busta Rhymes. Okay. He's been in damn near four, damn near five decades of rap. You know what I, I, mean? I, I feel like nowadays Busta Rhymes kind of underrated. A lot of people like sleep on what he did and like yeah. his longevity over the career. So I like the 50 Cent got him out on tour with him. But, uh, Busta Rhymes is a legend. Uh, no doubt. DMX Number eight, he's a legend. Okay, I respect, I respect that. Nicki Minaj, number seven. <laughs> I like, I like Nicki Minaj. I think she's a dope rapper. Seven might be a little high, but like I say, her daughters are out here. You know what I mean? So we, we, we can call Nicki a legend. You know what I mean? Number six is my <laughs> Curtis Jackson. You know what I mean? Now that's, I like Curtis. That's a little high for me, but I like Curtis Jackson. Curtis, Curtis is my guy, but a little high for me. I don't. He can't be in front of Jada Kissel. I'm sorry, that's my uh, guy. That's and I like Curtis. Guy, Curtis, yeah. and you know how much I. We did a Curtis list last year, and that was one of my favorite lists that we did. Yes, we did. Curtis is my guy. He's not in front of Jada Kiss. I'm sorry. And probably not even in front of, um, of uh, what's his name? Um, Big Pun and all the other guys. You know what I mean? Number five. Now, this is too low for this man. Just, just He just can't get a break, man. LL Cool J, man. I, uh. I feel like this man is the God MC, man. I feel like he don't get enough. Like, the reason why you guys out here be able to be on stage with your shirts off, with the chains and stuff like that, and the sneakers and stuff like that is because of LL, man. Like, number five, that's dope. But I think he should be, like, either one or two. Everybody know who number one is. Number four is Rakim, of course. Okay. Number three, of course, is, is uh, Nas. Of course. Number two is Biggie. And number one, and number is, one is, is Jigga Man. Okay. I love Biggie. Biggie don't need to be number two. I'm sorry. I like Biggie, man. He could be in like that 1920 range, but what happens was once you pass away and once your legacy stops, that's kind of like it. And you, it's, it's unfortunate you pa- you've passed away. You know what I mean? So I just think that the the mystique of Biggie is just going too long, man. Like him and Tupac, like we're we're over 20 years. We we getting close to 30 years. These guys have been going. And they got yeah. so I guess they just can't be passed. You know what I mean? Like, and I like Biggie. Biggie should be like in the in the in the teens somewhere or something like that. No disrespect to him. And then of course Jay Z's gonna be number one or something like that. But if it was me, I would swap out Jay. Jadakiss with Biggie. Jadakiss would be number two, and uh, and Biggie would be number sixteen or something like that. That would be me. And then fifty would be fifty would be up a little bit higher. And I like. And these are people that I like. So I'm not. I'm I'm being objective. I like fifty. I love what he's done when he first came out in 1998 with the power of the dollar, and then he got shot and he came back out. You know what I mean? So rich, I respect yeah. fifty. You know what I mean? But sixteen or whatever number he was. That's just a little too high for me. I think she'd be in a teen somewhere though. He's a legend though. But that's just the list. I'm not gonna go through the whole. If y'all want to Google it, you know what I mean? It's, we'll go through the uh, the the 30s and the 20s and stuff like that. Y'all can, but I just I just looked at the list and I just I just was shaking my head at some of the people that were on the list. That's cool. I get it. I mean, they. I think we, Lauren we, Hill was on the list. We, 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 all, we, we all know they never get these lists right, so that's that's just kind of the way it go. Yeah, I just, like I said, that, that caught my eye a couple weeks ago. But yeah, that, that's pretty much it. With have you seen, have you heard? You know, I, mean, I don't I don't want to stay on too long. I just I know we, we do the list every now and then. We just we just start hating. You know what I mean, yeah, nothing, nothing yeah. wrong with that. All right, solid, solid. Well, it's time for big deal, no big deal. And I got a couple things to uh, run by the room and, and just kind of get our opinion. Uh, I was talking briefly earlier, but uh, Trey Lance uh, emerged uh, in his last preseason game 
and uh, led the 49ers to a scoring drive. I'm not sure if it was the game-winning drive or not, but it was definitely a scoring drive. And uh, NFL Twitter was very impressed with what they saw. Uh, and, of course, we know what we saw from Brock Purdy last year going into the playoffs and, you know, when he eventually got smoked. But um, that that kind of presents a little bit of a, a quarterback controversy for them. So what do we think about Trey Lance versus Brock Purdy? I mean, it was Trey Lance's job early last year. He got hurt. Uh, I think Jimmy G came in, yep. and he got hurt. Got and then pa- Purdy came in, and he kind of rode it out for the rest of the year. And he looked really good. He got by. And he was impressive. Uh, and he led them to the, what, the NFC Championship game. And got by. And they got smoked. <laughs> and he got smoked by the Eagles. Exactly. But, um, <clears throat> I mean, based off that, I mean, I guess you would kind of say you would hand it back over to Brock Purdy because he was the most recent guy that was leading the team and, and getting busy. But they gave up so much to get Trey Lance. So, Ooh, that's kind of a toss-up. Taylor? Uh, I would just let it. He got to be the backup. Listen, the white boy, uh, what's his name? Brock Purdy proved it. He went through. Um, the Being the last pick of the whole draft, you know what I mean? Uh, I think he wrote it out. And just like I said, you got to ride out. Remember, he messed his arm. He messed his elbow up last year. You know what I mean? So I think he, I don't know if he had the uh, Tommy John or did he get the brace. I forget what surgery he got. But yeah. they're saying he's healthy, you know what I mean? So just let it ride out. I mean, Trey Lyons just going to have to wait. I mean, it happens a lot to a lot of quarterbacks to where they get a lot of, well, he didn't really get a lot of early success. He got hurt. So you're going to have to wait. You know what I mean? He's still got two more years left in this rookie deal. So he's going to have to wait his turn. If, if Brock Purdy gets hurt or something like that, maybe he'll get inserted back in and maybe he'll reestablish himself as, you know, as that number three or was it the fourth overall pick in 2001 or whatever it was, 2021. So yeah. he's just going to have to wait, man. I think Brock Purdy earned his right to uh, be on that, um, be, being a starter. So I would I would go with Brock Purdy. I would, uh, he, he looked pretty good last year. I would stick with him. Okay, okay. Uh, on another note, the Jets uh, have announced that they've acquired Dalvin Cook, uh, who was let go by the Minnesota Vikings earlier in the offseason. Um, they also, uh, as we mentioned earlier, have Brees Hall, and they have the young guy that you were talking about yeah. uh, to round out their backfield. <laughs> Personally, I think that Dalvin Cook can be a good addition as long as he can stay healthy. And he's not going to be called on to be an every down, you know, guy to be the starting guy. You know, he's he's kind of going to be filling in, you know, here and there. But uh, he's definitely a good weapon. He can catch out of the backfield. He can run hard out of the backfield. And, uh, you know, I think he's coming to a good situation with the Jets with an up-and-coming team. Um, they just acquired, obviously, we know the services of Aaron Rodgers. But even prior to that, last year, they were looking uh, pretty good, showing some, some flashes uh, under Robert Sala. Uh, when they could overcome, you know, guys like Zach Wilson and what, what was the bull name, Mike White? Yeah, Mike White. Yeah, yeah. Because their quarterback situation was terrible. But um, yeah, I think Dalvin Cook can can bring a good spark to the Jets, and I think that they're in a better position acquiring him than their uh, in a division rival, the Patriots acquiring uh, what's my man name, Zeke Elliott. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think I think that was a better addition. But uh, Taylor, what you think about the Jets uh, picking up Dalvin Cook? I'm keeping the same energy I said with the Jets. I think the Jets are going to be the biggest disappointment this year. I think mm. I, I'm just, I'm just, I like what I saw from Aaron Rodgers last year. It wasn't good. Now, if I don't know what's happened between him the last end of the season and uh, this and this, I mean, I, maybe he's had some reinvigoration. I don't know. He just did not look good. And his O line is not as good as as the the, the um. 
Green Bay O, o- line. You know what I mean, this O line's a little bit sub. I mean, they got guys like Makai Beckham, but he's been hurt the last two years. You know, what I mean, the inside guys, they're they're all hurt. I think there's some of them are guys are coming back for the um season, but I don't I don't know. This is not the same offensive line that he had before. Remember when Brady switched over to uh Tampa Bay, that offensive line was solid. You know what I mean? And they drafted a young guy, Tristan Wilf, who was really, really good. So I don't really see like um uh, a really, really like solid offensive line. I don't, you know what I mean. So I'm, I'm still sticking between eight and nine wins. You know what I mean. So uh, you think that the Jets is going to be a dud? I think it, it could go just like how Brett Favre when he went there started yeah, off oh, good, yeah. and, it just, and then the bottom fell out at the end of the season. You I know do what remember mean? So, how that went. Yeah, because remember they were like four and zero, five and zero, and it just went bad. And yep. Brett Favre was showing uh, uh, penis pics to the to the to the woman, and it just fell off. You know what I mean? This this is all true. Yes, um, this is all true. <laughs> is, I'm not lying. <laughs> some type of gray white slong this, and some this, white lady's phone. All and, and it just washed it away. This, you know this mean? was one of the first uh, <laughs> of the emergencies first, yeah. of the, the word sexting. Yeah, exactly. He he was he was he's a pioneer of that. Yeah, I tell he, you he's that. One of the first. <laughs> one of the first. Yeah, you know I mean. So I don't know what's going on with the Jets. The Jets might be cursed. You know I mean, like, it don't matter who they get, they just might be cursed. You know what I mean? So I'm not seeing it. I'm seeing seven, eight, nine wins, nine at the most. I'm just not seeing it from the Jets. I'm sorry. You know what I mean, just damn Brett Favre, man. Yeah. And I like Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is probably one of my favorite quarterbacks that I've seen. I watched me him up damn near the same age. So I remember him coming. Coming up, being kind of left back, you know, you know, you know, not being able, you know, being a, a potential top five pick to being in the twenties, sitting waiting behind Brett Favre and breaking all kinds of records and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So won a Super I, Bowl I young, yeah, won a Super Bowl very, very young. I remember that that night where he beat the Eagles in that NFC uh, wild card game with Michael Vick, and he went on to win the Super Bowl. That I remember all that stuff, but I don't know. I'm just I don't I'm just not believing it. I don't know if it's the coaching or the offensive line or something. I just I'm just not believing the Jets right now. I think it's still the Bills in Miami in that division. Okay, bet bet. Well, uh, in other news, Michael Thomas is rumored, like I said earlier, to be looking uh, very good in training camp. <clears throat> I saw some footage of him. Uh, he was going against uh, Marshawn Latimer in one drill, and he was going against somebody else in another drill. And he was just looking very good, very crisp off the ball, uh, very aggressive in and out of his route. Um, so I think that that is uh, a potentially good thing. If he, I mean, obviously he's not going to return to the form he was at when we last saw him, which was what two, three years ago. It was a while ago. But um, you know, he 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 should be well rested. He ain't played in a long time. Before the pandemic, down there. And uh, you know, if, if his hands are still on point and he can still, you know, um, like I said, get in and out of his routes well and 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 put good pressure on the defense. You know, I don't think he's the number one guy anymore, but. That can be a, a good uh, tool for that New Orleans Saints offense, and you know, ultimately for a new quarterback coming in in Derek Carr, that can be a beneficial uh, guy to have coming back to the unit. Tell what you think about Michael Thomas being back on deck. Big yeah. deal or no big deal? The same thing you felt about Odell Beckham a few weeks, a few week, a few months ago. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm just not seeing it, man. Mm. No, <laughs> think, no big deal. No, I'm. I think it might be over for him. Yeah, I mean he's he's on vapor trails too, man. I'm sorry, just too Ooh. many just too many injuries, man. Yeah, when you get injuries, it's kind of it's kind of like especially when you're over the age of thirty, it's kind of hard to get back to what you was. You was like 27, 28 when you first got, or 27, 28, and you got hurt when you're in your early twenties, like Frank Gore and stuff like that. I think that's a better. But if you're like getting hurt and then now you're over like the age of 30 career, yeah, yeah. later in your career it's kind of it's kind of tough you know what I mean so I don't know and I I, and I like Michael Thomas I think he's a good dude uh, uh, you know always been a good player but the injuries the last two three years have just been devastating and when, when he went out I feel like he was kind of 
either at his peak or yeah. or, or still ascending towards his peak. Because yeah. he 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 was one of the best receivers yeah. in the league. Yeah. And then he got juiced and he just hasn't been back yeah. since. And the thing was he was never really that fast. So now nah. I don't know I don't know what <laughs> I don't know what his speed is. You know what nah. I mean? His speed was never really that good. So now you're over thirty and your speed's not that good. So now what are you like just a glorified tight end? Like I don't know. So okay. I'm not I'm not believing it. All right, so that's that's three no big deals for Taylor. Uh, so we're going to end it off with this. James Harden is still a sixer with no trade in sight. Big deal, no big deal. That's, that's, that's no deal. I don't, I, don't, I, don't I don't care about James Harden. I just never did, never believed in him. He's not a winner. He's a loser. He's a clown. I, I don't I, – I just – like I said, he 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 sullies the August twenty sixth birthday. I keep saying that. Me and him are born <laughs> the same day. And he's yeah. awful, man. Terrible. Man. It just makes us all look bad, man. Like it was all good until he showed up. Uh, I mean, yeah, I don't I don't believe in James. It's, it's no big deal for me either. Yeah. Let me know when something happens. If something happens. If nothing happens. <laughs> I, I don't want to hear about it. I don't care about it. And that's that's how I feel about James Harden in the Sixers right now. All right. So it's time for the common sense space. And coming off of that uh, last big deal, no big deal topic, James Harden, our common sense space topic this week is going to be what did Daryl Morey lie about? Because <laughs> it was released in news uh, last week or two weeks ago that uh, James Harden, uh, while at a camp, a basketball camp, I think it was in Japan or China, uh, in front of the whole group, the whole young team, or young kids, he said uh, that Daryl Morey is a liar and he will not play for a liar or an organization that uh, employs a liar. Let let me say that again. And and, and he doubled down down. on that. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. He he, he went ten toes down on that. It's the first time in his life he ever went ten toes down on anything. (laughs) My God. But um, so what we're gonna do is speculate what Darren Morey lied about. Mm. There's, there's, there's a couple things. I don't, I don't know what it. Uh, well, we'll guess. I don't. I don't know. I think he capped about you know the the uh, the the aggression that he was gonna use when it comes to trading him. Trading him. Okay. Um, you know, this, whether, this whole thing is 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 about the trade. Yeah, yeah, because, that, that's uh, that's what I think because he told him he was going let him go. From what but, I, from but what they I, can't get, they couldn't get the, the only team that wants him is is the Clippers. Yeah, nobody wants James Harden. Let's start there. Nobody wants you. Nope. And then what the Sixers wanted for him, L.A. was like, Psh, yeah, okay, exactly. So. I mean, you made yourself you made yourself not valuable, dude. By by giving up, even if even if you went to the conference finals and requested a trade, that would be understandable. You 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 got the Sixers further than what they were. You got some heart, but he played like he ain't got no heart, man. So it is what it is, as far as I'm concerned. You took the words right out of my mouth. That's exactly what I was about to say. Is because. He fumbled the situation with the trade, and ultimately James Harden predicated re-signing with the team on being a side and trade situation that he was going to get out of here. And it's not looking like that's going to happen because, like he said, nobody wants him. So Taylor, do you think he lied about something different, or are and you are you in agreement all, all, uh, about that? I think it's all about the money. 
James Harden is a certified trick, and he wanted that $50 million. Nobody's going to pay him that. Now, I don't know if Darren Moy promised him last year we're going to uh, do something for you next year. And that's, I think that's what he lied about. I, I, that's what I think. I think he's he's, he's mad at that, he, that no one's going to pay him 50 Even though just because you're eligible to get some money don't mean you're going to get paid. Remember, Boogie Cousins was uh, was – was supposed to get a big payday, but he tore his ACL. Oh, yep. sorry, his Achilles, and he the never got before. that. Yeah, they never got that money again. So just because you're eligible for some money, don't mean you're gonna get it. And James Harden's game has eroded. Yeah, you know I mean his game was never really that good because it was never winning basketball. But now you got that on top of that. You're you're 34 years old. The game has eroded. Yeah, you changed a little bit last year, and you did score 47 or was it 50 in game one, and then in, in game four you had you hit the shot stuff like that. You were up. You did, the Eagle uh, Sixers were up three. To two after game five but you eroded six and seven that you were awful bro you were the ball was falling out your hands nobody was even blocking it like you was just gliding in the air and the ball was just being snatched out your hand by like a, a ghost or something like that like there's just footage of you can see that the ball was not going to the rim so like bro you're, you're trash you can't play no more you think you're worth 50 million you're not you know what i mean like your your, your whole uh, your whole um career has been exposed you know what i mean you you got yourself about a houston you know what i mean that was cool you know what i mean you go to brooklyn you you're in a quote unquote super team you didn't want to be there now you're here with the mvp you're just never satisfied and you're a known trick man like i, I, I don't I, I, he, he's just a clown man and I, I think it's about the money i really think he was he wanted that 50 million and yeah, I mean, he kind of wanted that Steve. You can remember Steve Nash got all that money in his last couple of years of his career that he didn't deserve. Yeah, I mean, just yeah. because he was an MVP, he just wanted some stuff off of old rep. Yeah, I mean, so and he didn't get it. Now he's he's being a little hoe right now uh, out in China and stuff like that. I just never respected this boy. I never respected his game. Never liked his game. Never always thought he was as a, as he's a clown. The beard is corny. I, I just thought he. I just thought his whole game was trash. I seen him choke in so many playoff games. It's not even funny. From San Antonio to the Miami series in the um in the finals to uh games against portland out and out and dame against daimler and this man's supposed to be one of the better players in the league he's a choke artist he's a clown he's a fraud man i, I, I never ever like when they traded for ben simmons i was like oh it's better than nothing but i was never a james harden guy because this is in his dna he's he's a loser he's a clown not to yeah, yeah. not to and i say that to his face he won't do nothing i don't <laughs> i just just never like just never like this dude man just not just not my just never been my kind of guy and everybody who's roasting, uh, whether it be the GM or Harden, he, they, they, I don't, it doesn't matter. He deserves it. He's a clown. He, he, he's a, he's a, he's, he's, he's a bum. He's a bozo. No respect for James Harden. All right, Pat. Well, that's going to be our common sense base for this week. And getting out of that, it's going to be our second edition of Top Five. I think I took it, I I took it easy on him. I think you did. I think you did. You could have, you could have did more. <clears throat> yeah, I could have did more. All right. So uh, that's going to be our Top Five fantasy football movie team. Yeah. So we all know about, you know, football movies like The Program or uh, uh, the, replacements. the Replacements or Any Given Sunday, things right. like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, so what we're going to do right now is p- pick a fantasy football team based off of characters that were in football movies. Yes. Now, obviously, we can't pick a whole team. Me personally, I got a quarterback. Two wide receivers, a running back, and a defense. Well, but sir, you're not. But to, remember, it's but, a fantasy but, draft. But we're going to see how this plays out <laughs> because the there are caveats mm-hmm. to our selections. Taylor, do you want to exp- explain uh, the caveats? Once the movie is selected, that's it. You can't go back to that movie no more. Exactly. You know what I mean? So if I pick somebody from We Are Marshall, that's it's a wrap. You can't, can't pick nobody from that team from from that movie anymore. So. 
depending on how, like look, we're doing this on the fly. I don't I don't have a team pick. Mike you don't have a team pick just like in fantasy football. And also, if you got somebody that played two roles, something like that. So if you want Adam Sandler, you can only pick him as either the water boy or Paul Crew. You can't. So if Mikey picks him or I pick him, that's it. He can't be picked no more. So yeah, yeah. those are the rules. You know what I mean? And we're mostly doing um movies that are um you know that are fictional movies so we're not doing like movies based off like real people and stuff like that so we're not doing what's that movie called with um uh ernie davis uh, what was that the express we're not doing express oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're not doing movies like we're, that we're not doing that the one we was talking about <laughs> earlier the blind side yeah the blind so that's real uh, american underdog the kurt warner story we're not doing movies like yeah, that yeah. we're doing fictional it's gotta uh, be fictional characters fictional characters from um from movie even friday night lights was based on um uh, player, but I think they changed some of the name. I think Booby Miles was actually real, but some of the other players they changed the name of. Yeah, so we're we're that's that's how we're that that's 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 the rules right now. Fic- fictional movies, uh, fictional sports movies. All right, all right. So how are we uh, picking our first pick? Do you, do you want to just give that up, or you want no, no, you're, do, you're, do, do do a coin toss for that? Or? You're first, man. You can go first, man. Okay, bet, bet. Well, I appreciate that. And that uh, first pick, and uh, my fancy football for my fancy football movie team. I'm taking uh, Jimmy Sanderson, mm. wide receiver from Any Given, any given Sunday, Sunday, played by Bill Bellamy. Mm. I like that pick. I, I need a wide receiver, so you know. Plus, I want to get Any Given Sunday off the board, so that's 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 my going to be my first pick. I'm the best wide receiver in the whole wide world. I'm the best. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So if y'all following, no more, no Willie Beeman and no Julian Washington can't can't pick him. Yeah, yeah. But that's cool though, because I'm going with a receiver too. But I gotta go to Jerry Maguire and I gotta go to uh, uh, my my man of uh, Cuba Gooden's character. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> took Rod Tidwell. Rod Tidwell, man. I'm sorry, man. I, I got to pick him. He got the Oscar and stuff like that. He's my first pick, man. So uh, I got got to get my man Rod Tidwell on the team, man. That's that's that um, that movie. I'm not really a big fan of that movie. Not a fan of anything, but I, his performance in the movie was really, really good. Like, when, every scene he was in was great. You know what I mean? Tom Cruise was okay, but I liked the movie of uh, uh, him, and you know, with the agent and stuff like that. And show me, uh, and Harry Spears. <laughs> <laughs> you forget the people that are in the movie. Like, wait a minute, Harry Spears? Yes. You know what I mean? So, mm. yeah. So, Jerry Maguire, I, I got to go with, uh, with, 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 with Rod Tidwell, man. That, 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 he was the man. I'm sorry. He was a, I, I need some pizzazz on my team. So he's my first overall pick. I'm sorry. Well, now now you sniped my list because although we couldn't come into this with like a, a an exact team pick, yeah. I had like a little game plan for who I wanted to go with and mm-hmm. you know, what route I wanted to go on. He's going to be my other wide receiver. No, I had to get him early because I know you liked him. I had to get him early. This our fans football. You got to get people before other people. So that's he's cool. on my team early. That's cool. Cool. Well, number two on my list. Then I'm gonna switch up my my original game plan and I'm gonna pick up Clifford Franklin. Mm. <laughs> From the replacements, <laughs> Clifford Franklin. <laughs> Clifford Franklin. He wasn't. He, he didn't have the shortest hands. No, he didn't. But he was fast. <laughs> <laughs> he could get out on, uh, on on long passes, and they put the stick him on his hands to help him out. Mm. So uh, Cl- Clifford Franklin is going to be my my number two pick. Okay. All right then. Then I I, I got to go with Ronnie Sunshine Bass. That's that's I got to get a quarterback. So <laughs> remember, sorry, no everybody from the remember the Titans, they're gone. Ronnie you know Bass. I mean? I'm going going with Ronnie Bass. Sunshine, so, Sunshine was nice, man. <laughs> Sunshine <laughs> did his thing. He stepped in after uh stepped the pre- after, after, after uh, pre- Rev got Rev got stretched mm-hmm. out. Came to training camp late, but he you know he threw that long ass bomb. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Hit hit, uh, hit Bert Terry in the shoulder. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna go with uh I'm gonna go with uh with Ronnie Sunshine. He's gonna be my quarterback. 
like throwing it to, to my man Tidwell. You know what I mean? So I, I'm, my team is already like star studded right now. I got a star studded okay. quarterback with blonde hair, and I got a talkative wide receiver that just can't keep his mouth shut. So that's what I got. That's my team right now. All right, all right. Well, at uh, my number three pick, uh, I'm gonna add my quarterback to my team, and I'm gonna go with Joe Kingman, mm. quarterback from the game plan <laughs> played by The Rock. Mm. Mm. I remember that movie. Yeah. Mm. He, he 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 was a pretty star-studded quarterback in his own right. So uh, so that's that's who I'm going to have leading my team is is the one and only Joe Kim, Kingman. Okay, from the game plan. All right then. Well, I mean you you, you just left it wide open. For, I, I got to go with uh, Darnell Jefferson from the program. Sorry, <laughs> Omar Epps has got to be on my team. He's going to be my running back. He's going to be like my scat back. You know okay, I mean? he's going to be be able to catch up the backfield. He's going to challenge anybody to think he's trash. You know what I mean, yeah, he had some fumbling problems at the beginning, but he's going to be my running back. I was kind of de- depicting maybe another running back. I don't know if he'll be available later on, but uh, he's got to be my first running back right there. So that's that's my guy, Omar Epps character, uh, uh, Darnell Jefferson. You know what I mean from from the program. I had to had to grab him. Okay, okay. Well, you you switching up the whole flow because now I got to go with a running back. Yeah. And mine is going to be even younger, mm. but I'm going with Willie Weathers mm. from Get- Gridiron Games. Gridiron Games. Okay. Yeah. All right, then. I like that. Yes, sir. <laughs> Willie Weathers. That's, 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 that's a bust out, man. There wasn't nobody expecting me to say Willie Weathers. Willie Weathers. In, in, in the fantasy football movie team. But that's 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 my star running back. <laughs> Willie Weathers. Boom. <laughs> Oh man, that young man used to run hard, man. Okay, and, and he he ran through that white boy, that linebacker that played for that that team uh, that they played at the end of the movie. Yep, you know what I'm saying he he, he was uh, he saved his man's life that uh, that, that almost got shot up by by Amari uh, Hardwick's mm-hmm. character. Oh, he was reckless in that movie. <laughs> my God. And yeah, my, my my man was dealing with a lot of things, but uh, but he ended up pulling uh, Journey Smoulet. Yeah, he did, and uh, and, and and he led his team, huh? So I I gotta go with Willie Weathers. Okay, from Gridiron Gang. That's my number four pick. So so far for my team, I got Jimmy Sanderson from Any Given Sunday, Clifford Franklin from the replacements, Joe Kingman at quarterback, and Willie Weathers from uh, from Gridiron Gang. I need a white receiver. <laughs> okay. Oh, y'all need a white receiver on your team. Yeah, you know I mean because he's gonna, he all gonna get the calls. Uh, a, a possession receiver. A possession receiver. So I gotta go with Charlie Tweeter from um, Varsity Blues, man. Okay. <laughs> Varsity Blues, a classic movie. Charlie Tweeter played by uh, Scott Kahn. Okay. Hilarious. Yeah, you know I mean the comic relief, the whole movie. Yeah, you know I mean uh, having all types of parties and stuff like that during the movie. Always was drunk, but you know what I mean. But when the game counted, he was always catching passes. Yeah, so he's gonna be my slot receiver number 88 charlie i think it was the 88 or 82 charlie tweeter played by scott con that's 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 my guy he's he's gonna be on my team okay he's bet, bet. He, he's he's my he's my he's my little underneath receiver when i when i can't go deep to my man tidwell i i, I got charlie tweeter underneath <laughs> i got you i got you well i'm gonna mm-hmm. round up my team I, I had my eyes on on grabbing the defense i was gonna take the defense from tc williams uh, from from uh, remember the Titans, but Taylor picked up Ronnie Sunshine Bass, right? So I, I can't do that now, but uh, that's fine. I'll, I'll end off my team since nobody went with any. Uh, I ain't giving Sunday with Friday Night Lights, and I'm gonna pick up. Uh, shucks, my my team needs a face, so I'm gonna go with Booby Miles. Booby Miles, okay. Yeah, hey, he, 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 the running back, he's gonna be running people out, juke people out their shoes with with black Nikes on. You know what I'm saying, and uh, and and he gonna be doing his thing, and he gonna be talking heavy to him while he's doing it. 
I mean, is he, is he gonna stay healthy? I mean, I like Booby Ma. That's my guy. Is he gonna, is he gonna be able to stay healthy? Yeah, <laughs> right. Be all right. <laughs> oh, y'all, y'all remember, you remember the big ass knee break? Yeah. <laughs> don't touch it. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. Instead of just taking his black behind exactly. to the hospital and getting that MRI. Who sent you? You, you, you from me, Who from paid Midland? you? Who paid you? You trying to take my football career? <laughs> Man, that's terrible. <laughs> my, my coach, my knee is fine. <laughs> the way LV, you good with it? 100%. <laughs> Uncle LV said 100%. All right, go ahead. My man jumped up and got dressed. I was like, yo, with that old ass knee brace. That was crazy. Uncle LV, bro. Oh, my God, man. Well, yeah, you know I mean, I got to pick a defense, I guess. You know what I mean? So I'll just pick the uh, uh, Bobby Boucher from the Waterboy. I know he's just going to. It don't even matter about the rest of the nine or 10 guys. As long as Bobby Boucher out there just making tackles, I know my team going to be nice. You know what I mean? So I got you. Bobby Boucher is, is, is that's that's my defense. Just, just Bobby Boucher out there just, just tackling everybody, putting me. <laughs> <laughs> just, 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 just chasing people down the black. I mean, just kicking people. Yeah, you know I mean, that, that's not one of my team. And, and, and I get whoever <laughs> got the ball, and, and, and then <laughs> I tackle them. Tackle, tackle them. <laughs> Don't smoke crack. You know what I mean? So that, he's, he's, he, he. That's my whole defense. Even though he was the defense, him and the, and the, and the other linebacker that was <laughs> him. That, that, that's, yeah. that's the one two guys I know. <laughs> Whatever his name was, <laughs> what his name was in that movie. The, cro- the, cross, the, the cross eye boy. Cock eye boy. You made him funny. <laughs> he's, he's like a bunch of Adam Sandler. I, mean, I forget the bull's name, but he was funny in that movie. So that's my defense right there. So and you know what? I'm gonna switch it up because I, I do need to have a defense. So I'll just take Friday Night Lights defense instead of Booby Miles. Okay, all right. Yeah, I mean, they gave it up at the end to Dallas Carter, but they 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 that's they, who you should have said. That's, that's what I was gonna take. You know what I mean? But Damn, you know what? That's right. That's right. But, but I I I thought that like if that was gonna, I thought I didn't know they was gonna be available. I thought she was gonna grab they, them. They, 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 they kicking helmets. They kicking people in the face. Exactly. Stepping on they, people's ankles. They they was all like six, seven, six, eight. Exactly. <laughs> These look like straight inmates that they brought. My, my man, it. my man Jesse Armstead to play for the Giants. He was on that team. Mm. Right? Yeah, oh, you know how man. big he was. So yeah, yeah that team was uh that that would have been my defense but I went with I went with uh with, with the water boy he's he just tackling all over the place you know what I mean but Dallas Carter that team was Ooh, a, that, yeah, that, that was a beast that Dallas Carter that was, I was that, rooting that for the, I was rooting for the white boy when I saw the come out I said you know what I mean I've actually changed my mind I'm rooting for Dallas Carter and, I, and, and they won the game you know they what did mean? won so, the game in, in convincing fashion in convincing fashion Christian got mm-hmm. smoked too <laughs> yes he did <laughs> they laid him out too yeah. but yeah that, 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 that's, that's my fantasy team man. that was fun all right, cool, cool. Well, that's going to close out our second edition of Top 5, and we're going to close out this week's episode, as usual, with uh, Mike's Minutes this week. And uh, my Mike's Minutes uh, message for y'all this week uh, comes from something personal. I just started a new job fairly recently. I was talking about it a little bit earlier. But, uh, you know, it's a job that I didn't see myself doing. I didn't see myself getting into this particular position or situation. But uh, when it came along, uh, it made sense. And, uh, it, it, you know, the dollars made sense. So that's always a good thing. And, uh, you know, it, it kind of pushed me to get outside of my comfort zone and, and do something outside of what I thought I was going to do or expected I was going to do. But uh, so far, so good. It's turning out well. I'm like three weeks in. And uh, I, I don't really have no complaints. The company I work for is really good. Uh, it's a good uh, environment. It's, it's an, an employee-friendly 
situation uh, i still get paid weekly like i did before so salute to that and anybody out there that gets paid weekly because uh that bi-weekly is not really the move but um yeah uh, that's that's just where i'm at with it is uh that's my message y'all is to get out your comfort zone man if you expect to 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 grow if you expect to do things differently than you've done before um if you want to move forward in your life just past where you are uh, at some point in time you have to do things that are going to get you out of your comfort zone and you have to work on being comfortable with that and it can like i said cause you to cause you to grow cause you to um you know have inter- interactions and meet people that you never thought you would meet before be in situations you never thought you'd be in before and you know you might learn things about yourself that you didn't know you know you might have experiences like i said that you never thought you would have before and it can be the best thing for you so uh that's my message for y'all this week and that's what i want to express is to you know as much as you can try to get out your comfort zone and, and do things outside of your norm um Let's see where that leads you. So, that's going to do it for us for this week. Episode 105. We appreciate everybody for tuning in and checking out what we got to say. It's been, like I said, quite the break since the last time we was with y'all. But, you know, sometimes that happens. And right now, you know, we gearing up for football season. So, we right back with it. And uh, we hope that y'all... Uh, got something out of this episode appreciated what we was talking about you know especially with the fantasy football section and you know just our commentary generally about things but uh you can check out sleepersforyou.com check out new or old audio episodes at uh apple Podcasts, spotify iHeartRadio, tune in radio stitcher podbean samsung podcast player fm or google podcast follow us uh on twitter or ig at sleep is for you that's s-l-e-e-p-i-s the number four y-o-u we should be back with y'all next week with another episode as like i said we lead up to the start of most people's favorite time of the year taylor you got anything else you got to say to the people Man, y'all have you continue the rest of this summer, man. It's almost over. So, you know what I mean? Enjoy the rest of it while y'all still can. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. E. Have fun. Keep your head on the swivel, brother. All right, all right. Well, that's all we got. That's all I got. That's all y'all need. So be safe out here. Enjoy yourselves and uh water.